Welcome back, everyone, to the last Tavern on the Left podcast brought to you by the Villains Demand, where we love to play D&D and roll some dice. I am your DM for this game, JBD. I'm Kyle. I'm playing Nexel Greenleaf, uh, half-elf monk from the Flames of Battle. I'm Sean, playing Kaladir, human paladin, uh, also from the Flames of Battle. I'm Joe. I play Karen Fat Hill, Rogue Halfling, uh, from the Waterdeep uh, Dragon Heist Homebrew. I'm Wesley. I'm playing Theodore Shieldbreaker, a Dwarven fighter from the Waterdeep Dragon Heist Homebrew. All right. So um, you're probably wondering why these guys have named games after their characters. Well, this is the merger of two games into one, and uh, I ran a game called Planes of Battle, and uh, Evan the Great. Who's not in this game? Who's not involved? You're in a Dragon Heist homebrew game. And um, the concepts of, say, the lower layers of those games were wrapped around Kyle's game, where we were doing the March on Ice Wall, and the Heroes of Red Larch, and there's this war going on between divine powers. And uh, these games have kind of tied into that. So we're merging these two games for me and Evan together. World building at its finest. Yes, so this is episode zero of Where Death. So um, we're going to do this episode zero and uh, kind of give you a, a little rundown of the games through the player's eyes. We're going to go over some house rules before we uh, get this adventure started. So, Kyle yeah. and Sean, you were part of my game, Flames of Battle. Um, had a pretty crazy ending. Uh, what do you guys think about where your characters are currently? Um, well, we're in a, <clears throat> a temple. You're in a temple. Uh, full of Sean's dead friends. Mm-hmm. And a, some cults, dead friends. Mm-hmm. Um, it made him mad. Yeah. In turn, it made me mad because I actually have to look after it now. That's what you were tasked with yeah. by Lamorum and the Shadow Guard and the Shadow Strikers. Yeah. So well, uh, we, we don't we don't talk about that though. Shh. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> one of the lower levels of these games. Uh, <sighs> Sean, obviously, there's a lot that went on with your character in that game. Uh, kind of care to put that in your own perspective for those listening? Uh, you mean like from the start? Or just I mean, what you discovered about yourself and what it's kind of, how you feel about it. How Caladir feels about it. Uh, pretty overwhelmed. I mean, it, there was a lot to take in. I mean, finding out what I really was, what I was born to be, not to mention coming back to my home find it destroyed when there's a lot of emotions going on. Uh, yeah, I would say so, because uh, he had found out that he was tied to necromancy, and then uh, he's actually a vessel for a dead god that uh, is trying to be resurrected, so it's kind of a big deal. Uh, it's the biggest of deals. It is the biggest of deals, especially with what's going on in your your game worldwide, Yeah, with Orcus and the Raven Queen and Vecna, and well, you're supposed to now be rule. Vessel for rule, which kind of took you off guard when all that happened. It uh, it legit took me off guard. Whenever yeah. whenever you were explaining the sites and things like that, I didn't even think about it until we went back to the to the uh, the temple, and then you said there were sites laying around, and I was like, that's when it hit me. And I even kind of gave you a clue. You, you did, you did, but I didn't. I didn't even. No, I didn't even think about it. Nope. Um. So, what are your goals for this game? Um, my goal is for Narul not to be born back into the world. That's my goal. Yes. 
who Vecna is actually trying to help his yeah. lost and forgotten cult bring back. Yeah, Vecna wants him to rule <laughs> back because he hates the Raven Queen and also Orcus. Yes. Because yes, Orcus is a guy that helped him become a lich. Yep. What do you, how do you feel? Uh, probably mostly vengeance. Trying to get back for what was done to my family, especially Ragnus. Yeah. Like so you actually consider your little group there family. Yes. Though you, you were kin to none of them. Correct. Well, that, I mean, man, just because you're kin, I mean, he grew up with them. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, since he was an infant. Like, right, exactly. That's all he ever knew. Well, I mean, I have no knowledge of who my blood family no. was. Well, you do now. It's Narul. Hey, yeah, that's, he, that's very he, true. He's your daddy. <laughs> Who's your daddy? How does that work exactly? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you'll find out. <laughs> hey, I know how it works. It's all in this notebook. Can I borrow that from him? Uh, after the game. Okay. This is all I just want to hold it. <laughs> yeah. And look through it. <laughs> so y'all's goal in this game is to stop this from happening. Well, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Yes. Um, I like like we said earlier. <clears throat> Nexel has been tasked by my superior to keep him safe, keep him um, from letting this happen. So that's my goal. And your goal is vengeance? No, not strictly vengeance. I mean, like, that's, like, on my mind right now. But, I mean, I, I still carry the principles that were taught to me, you know, essentially to fight evil, you know. And I think uh, now rule, you know, it definitely uh, counts as that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, so let's kind of switch gears to Evan's game, this Dragon Heist homebrew. And um, if you're listening to this and you played Dragon Heist or you read Dragon Heist, I cannot emphasize homebrew enough. Yeah, this is, it's a very big bastardization of the game. Yes, and that's, that's what. He uh, used the title. Yeah, yeah, it's just the title. <laughs> it's like my game when I started. And yeah. there's just some, like, the, the dragon coins are there, the. Big stone guardians and water deep were all there, but he just kind of went out of what field with that. So, if you want a different take on the game, uh, please listen to uh, the podcast. So, from that game, we have Joe playing Karen Fathill, and uh, he's in control of Chaboka, my character from that game, who I'm only talking for uh, in this game. And then Wes is playing Theodore. Uh, Wes, uh, how do you feel about the game, and where do you guys in? The game was pretty good. Uh, there's a lot of twists and turns, and the uh, group ended up getting their own in where I'm a bodyguard at. Not a very good one, might I add. Uh, and there was a lot of stuff happening. The big giant stone golems. One stepped on you. One stepped on me. Yeah. And rattled me pretty good. Uh yeah, but man, you <clears throat> you you kinda you, you kinda had some family. I say family in quotes, I guess. Everybody there was family. Yeah, that's what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah, fat Tommy. I mean I mean you seen the, the rise and fall of this guy and you seen your again quotes sisters Sister. die and things like that. Yeah. Okay, thanks for taking over there for me, Alex. Sorry, I'm sorry. No, you're cool. So, uh, how does your character feel about all that from the death of Whisper and uh, Kyle's character, Malfador, uh, listen up on Fat Tommy and killing him? Well, you know, th- th- things needed to happen. You With know, Malfador, everything was going to happen. <laughs> yeah. You get around it. Oh, he was a stray. Well, he was a rabbit dog. Fat Tommy was going to get it anyways. So, 
Do you think you'd have done it yourself? Probably eventually. Uh, because after learning more and more stuff about Fat Tommy, the way he was acting and stuff, I would probably took the axe to him. All right, Joe, you're playing uh, Karen Fathill and my his good, handsome friend Chaboka the Bugbear. Yeah, second captain. Uh, he he's three fourths captain. <laughs> uh, how does? That hill feel about everything that's happened in the game and where we are now out at sea. Well, when the game ended yeah. and the demons and everything. Yeah, well, uh, we was lucky to get out of there and I was happy to leave. Of course, yes. I got my ship back. I had a lot of gold. Had a lot of those gold dragons that we're not allowed to talk about. We got like 115 of them. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, we had a crew. Uh, we, was, we was ready to go, but then, you know, we got thinking about the end and just decided to go back and kind of help rebuild. And uh, that when Malfador started acting a little crazy out there on the ocean, he didn't, I don't think he liked it too much. So we had to get him back to shore before he tore up the uh, Century Hawk. And and because he realized that living in a tavern wasn't going to help him with his mission, he decided to go back to his village to seek aid and you know uh, guidance from the elders and possibly resurrect Zorixus because he has horns and wings. Actually, has the means to do so. Yeah, and my he, friend died, and you killed him. <laughs> yeah, well, again, but did you, I just realized <coughs> he killed like all the main characters. He killed <laughs> he, he killed Xerxes, who was a PC. He killed Fat Tommy. <laughs> he killed Whisper. Oh, I want to play him again so bad. And so uh, yeah, you killed like all the main players. But you know, Whisper wasn't really my sister. It was a. Uh, well, yeah, the half orc. Well, that, yeah, that's sister. A, yeah, that's the one in the quotes. Yeah, I know yeah. you guys can't see quotations on audio, but yeah, there's a lot of quotation fingers being thrown around. So, um, I would ask you guys what your goals are, but you've got your tavern, you know, Hawks Rest set up. Mm-hmm. It's always to make money. That's what mm-hmm. our goal yeah. is. Yeah. So, but uh, eventually, this is going to collide y'all's way. Um, is there anything y'all guys want to bring up before I kind of get into our house rules or my house rules that I've got set up? Any questions, concerns between both games? Since you now know where Malfador was at. Are you upset? No, I'm, I'm fine. I mean, honestly, that's probably what he would have done anyway. I, th- I feel that's what he would have done. Once, because he kind of figured out the axe. He kind of figured things out. Mm-hmm. So, he probably would have went back to his village. What about you, Sean? Anything you need to add? Not that comes to mind. Nope. Uh, did Malfador know about all the uh, dragon coins that we had? No. I don't think anybody knew but me, yeah. you. Did Theodore know us? I don't know that knows. Mm-hmm. Our, our ship's crew I, don't know she knows. Mal does not. Malfador does not know. Did. I don't I think I do. I yeah, because he'd probably put the whole chest in his weapon or yeah. something. Yeah. <laughs> Just drop it in the bag. Yeah. <laughs> see how many you can uh, suck up. Remember, that's what we were kind of doing there at the end, and that the one we gave at the end kind of saved your life with Whisper. Yeah. Otherwise, she'd killed you. Yeah. So, well, I would have went to one hit point instead of like 21 or something like that. So, yeah, check that out on the last Tavern Left podcast. Wherever you listen to podcasts, it's Flames of Battle. That's uh, Dragon Heist Homebrew, and we really emphasize homebrew. I'm going to go a couple of house rules. Uh, each one I give, if you guys got a question, feel free to ask. Number one, rolling a nat one with range attacks into melee with friendly PCs may hit them. What's... Roll an attack against their AC. Um... 
Attack is made with disadvantage, and two nat ones rolled with the attack automatically hits with critical damage. So uh, we don't really have a lot of ranged characters. Oh, I guess with Shaboka and uh, yeah, Fatty, we, we, we do picked now. up two ranged characters. So we will, we will pick up well two. in this table. Yeah, two. yeah, you know what I mean. Uh, any questions? Concerns? Okay, if you crit and uh, you can roll, kill your target. You roll twenty, roll the dice again, roll another twenty. If you break it after that twenty, you automatically kill the target. It's always kind of been a classic. Yeah, with us, uh, pretty straightforward. Okay, I do have a question about that. <clears throat> Let's say I have advantage, and I roll two twenties, and one. Can can you? If I roll a twenty on one of those, do I still get to roll again? It's a good question. Be- because that, because if you have advantage and you roll two twenties with an attack. Because, see, I have something like that just with advantage of, like, kills and whatnot. I'd say if you roll two 20s with advantage on attack and you roll again and one of them is 20, I would count that as automatic. Okay. Because right. you've already, that'd be three 20s that you rolled. And when you roll critical with advantage, that's pretty major. Yeah. I mean, that's about as clean as a strike as you can get. Okay. So, yeah, we'll roll that like that. I'll add that to these. I got a question about the uh, ones. Sure. I'm a halfling. Yeah. And if I roll a one on an attack, I get to re-roll it. Yeah, yeah. So, so you can't. No. Okay. So that just to clear. I just wanted to make sure. Yeah, that. Well, but that, your that big applies. friend. Oh yeah, he he might hurt somebody with a scope and everything. Yeah, I guess the extra damage. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, if a critical drops a target to zero HP, if the remaining damage is more than the target's Constitution core score, it fell, falls unconscious with one automatic failed death. So, um, that will apply to everybody. So, even you guys. Okay. Um, Which is kind of nice, because honestly, that can... That, that makes that, sense. That, is, is there a rule where that could kill you? Yes. That's what I was thinking. So, you're actually easing that up yes, just a little, that up a little bit. Four, my favorite. I roll all death saves by the screen. Yeah. Five, you can have no more than three inspirations. So, if you've got three inspirations, you better start using them. That way, you can gain them back. Um, now here come the inspirations, how you can gain some. Rule six. Roll two natural 20s with advantage on a skill or ability check. You gain one inspiration. If you do this with disadvantage, you gain two inspiration. Nice. Hey, like Evan with the wolf. Yeah. In your game, you know, yeah. that was a yeah, disadvantage on two 20s on strength check. Pretty impressive. Uh, yeah. You should be very rewarded. For such yeah, I agree. 100%. Uh, number eight, uh, you can use inspirations for actions. Two, using two inspirations, will give you an extra move. Um, using three inspirations, you can use a, <coughs> you get an extra action. So you can get an extra oh, attack. nice. Just an extra attack. Or yeah. you can cast a cantrip or a curse level spell. Okay. Um, number nine, disadvantage in all ability checks if you are two sizes smaller. So if you're going against a huge uh, hill giant, and you are medium, it is huge, it's two differences, you'll take disadvantage on all strength and dex. So if you're trying to go strength to strength, you're going to take disadvantage. It makes sense. It seems more massive. Um, number 10, dex versus dex for surprise attacks with such things as Misty Step or Teleport that allow you to actually attack somebody with the spell cast. It's almost uh, a thing of quickness. That also kind of depends on the opponent you're attacking. For instance, if Nexel is going to attack Kyle that way, they're both intelligent fighters. They would kind of be aware that this guy's probably going to choke behind you. But if you're fighting somebody dumb, like, say, a goblin, they're probably not going to get that. Yeah. 
So it's more of an intelligent fighting thing than it is a. And last and not least, uh, anyone uh, can make any of the knowledge skills like arcane history, but if you're not proficient with it, your skill difficulty is set in high. So, for instance, next one's got religion, right? <coughs> okay. Theodore doesn't have religion. So if he wants to roll one, if he rolls high enough, he might have heard something in a bar or, you know, out on a ship one day just and got lucky enough to catch some information. So that'll wrap up the home uh, house rules. Any questions? Anything at all? All right, so I'm going to kind of lay down a timeline if you're wanting to catch up on all this. Um, Kyle's <laughs> first game, he did not want to record it at all. Uh, I was stupid. He had code feet, and it wound up being really awesome. But my character link has uh, a journal entry on our website at thevillainsman.com. So you can start from one, and you can read those all the way up to Rise of the Obsidian Legion. You can quit there. And hold off on listening to that or reading those, because that's our recorded. And then you can go and listen to Evan's game, the uh, Waterdeep uh, Dragon Heist Homebrew, or my game, uh, Flames of Battle. Those are interchangeable. doesn't matter which one you listen to first. Then you listen to this game, Where Death Dwells, which is probably going to eventually coincide with Kyle's game, Rise of the Assyrian Legion. So I prefer... You should probably listen to Rise of the Sea of Legion unless you like. And then it's all going to come to an end in Kyle's finale, <laughs> which you are calling. I am calling it the Fall of a King. Um, so, and that's going to wind up merging a bunch of characters we've all played throughout this entire time. And I think it's pretty awesome. I've always wanted to do something like that. Yeah. Just different characters from different games, the... different points of view. They've experienced different things. It's it's di- it's been different games, but everything that you guys have been doing, or and me that I've been, you know, my PCs, we've all been working unknowingly, kind of toward the same goal. Yeah, because when I when I ran Flames of Battle, you had no clue I was tied in at all. Nope. And then all of a sudden, boom, there it was. Nope. And when Evan ran his, I mean, it was basically the same thing. I mean, mine was all uh, the rule uh-huh. until the end when we found out, and Evan's has all been working. Yep. And most of your stuff has been like Orcus and uh, Vecna. The, yeah, and Raven. Yeah, Vecna so. was huge up until for the first two games. Yes. It was the big deal. And then it kind of got more into Orcus and the Raven Queen for this this last one I just ran. So, but um, I'll have a link on the website that'll take you to this saga. So it'll all be listed in order for you to read or listen to and, uh, and hopefully enjoy the game. But uh, this is it. Hope you guys really enjoy this game where death dwells. I know it's a great start. Episode one. So uh, thanks for listening, guys, and keep the dice rolling. And happy new. This has been the Last Tavern on the Left podcast. You can check us out on Twitter over at Last Tavern Pod. If you like our music, check out TabletopAudio.com. If you like the villains, man, you can check us out on social media at Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Thanks for listening, and keep the dice rolling, guys.